Hi, if I could take a moment of your time before we start. If you've enjoyed previous episodes or if you enjoy this episode, if you could subscribe on the platform that you listen to, that would be really helpful. It helps us get more guests and push the podcast forward. Thanks. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Cool fact: A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi everyone, welcome to the Car Chat podcast, and with us today we have Sergio Di Michael. <laughs> can you tell the audience a little bit about sort of who you are, what you do? Okay, um, I'm the owner and MD of uh, Fire Safety Stick here in the UK and Ireland. Um, and it's about brand awareness of the new product. I came across you, I saw you, somewhere, somewhere I saw this product. And honestly, it was just like, okay, this seems like a bit of a game changer for car people, people, humans, whatever. Um, and we got in touch and I came down and had a little chat. We did a little did a demonstration, you set some stuff on fire, which was fun, um, and I put it out. But can you sort of, let's sort of go back into a bit about you and how you kind of got into all this. What's what's your background been in all of this? How did you get involved and where did it start off? Um, so my background is I've done well, eight, nearly 17, 18 years in the fire industry. So I owned a fire company um, and I held a whole division uh, within that company, which was servicing, looking after, maintain, maintaining traditional fire alarms, uh, fire extinguishers as well. Um, we were quite heavily involved in the residential market, so high-rise blocks and uh, detecting smoke, suppressing smoke, extracting smoke from buildings to, to save lives. So I think it was late 2018, um, someone showed me this product online and said, look, you know about fire extinguishers. What do you reckon about this? And it was off the back of a conversation where we were trying to come up with a solution where people could have the option of fighting a fire in the domestic market before it got to, to you know, out of control. Um, right. What's on the market at the moment wasn't wasn't really, you know, you needed training and there was other elements to it. So, um, and I looked at it and I thought, you know, this, again, like you, this is this could be a game changer. But unlike most gimmicks that I've seen over the years, 
I thought, uh, like you know, the the ball you throw in the fire, you have to be a really good aim, otherwise you miss the fire and it goes off yeah, yeah. somewhere else. Uh, um, I thought, do you know what? It's worth exploring. And it took me about eight months to get a meeting with the manufacturers up in Italy. Um, but I was persistent. I got a, I got my meeting up there. Um, and the Italians, it's manufactured in Italy, and the Italians were fantastic. They were, they were just very welcoming. Um, they, they gave us full use of their facilities to, uh, to test the product as we felt, you know, fit. Um, and from the fire background, we know what, what, uh, what we were doing. And we had a fun day. Um, fun what sort of things, what sort of tests do you do? <laughs> we were doing all sorts. Um, well, initially, with any test, you need to find out, does it actually put down a flame? You know, it, how does it actually work? So once we've, once we've learned about the product and, and, we got into it. We were, we were. It was me and my commercial director, uh, Mario. Um, we were had, we were putting. It was gas fires. It was uh, you know, um, A type fires, which were like you know something that keeps visuals your heat, so you can put the flame down. But you know, can it can it keep it down? Um, we were doing it in containers where we were where we having it where you can activate it, leave it in there, and see if it would knock down the flame by itself. But we were making sure that there was still air coming in there. Was, there was lots of lots of fires. Um, mm. uh, we did. We, we must admit it was um, it was an interesting interesting couple of days. But I loved it so much. I actually thought, you know what, this is this is going to be a game changer uh, within the market within within the home and lots of different industries. Now, um, this product is it's a global product. Uh, but really pushed into the car industry, and, and I'm, I can see it sort of have more uses. Um, so we bought it. I think it was 2019. We brought it back to the UK, um, where I've bought the UK and Ireland sold distribution rights. And we sat around the boardroom table, and I remember everyone looking at me, going, "How are you going to get people's mindsets to change with with the domestic market, and you know, with a brand new product?" that no one's heard of, no one's seen. We've had traditional extinguishers for decades. Um, yeah. If you, you know, you, you know, you'll spot a traditional extinguisher a mile across the road, you know, oh, look, it's one of them. I, I can go grab it and I you know, don't know what to do with it, but might put myself in danger. But I'll, I'll recognize a traditional extinguisher because obviously you've seen the fire stick. It's, it's just completely different. Um, so we decided, and I'm, I'm a bit of a petrol head. So is Andrew, uh, who was our marketing director at the our main company. And we said, well, do you know what? Let's go have a bit of fun. Let's go into the car industry. Um, kit cars, classic cars, you know, um, motorsport. And we went into, I think our first show was Stoneley, um, 2019 Stoneley uh, kit car show. And it was fantastic. And you've got to remember, I'm not a salesperson. Andrew wasn't a salesperson. He was a marketing director. Mario was a um, commercial director. We... Never done a show before, um, but all I said to him is that just educate people on the product, tell people what the product can do, let them decide themselves. Anyway, I had to phone my wife that um, that night and said, "Can you bring more stock up?" Because it was a two day event. <laughs> um, we went out, and she had a, an A class Mercedes. I just remember her turning up, 
uh, at the hotel we were staying in, and her, it was just they're not the biggest of cars, you know, with uh, with boot yeah. place. And I, I think my daughter, how old was she? She wasn't, she wasn't that old. She was in a car seat, and there was boxes next to her. <laughs> it's quite funny. Um, this is when I wish I'd bought a bigger car for her. But um, there you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then from there we done Goodwood. Uh, we done the boat show, so we went into the car and the marine industry. Had a bit of fun doing it, just educating people on the product and putting it in the hands of people where it was potentially they were going to have fires and the product could then talk for itself. It could, you know, people could see how it worked and uh, it was put to to the test. I think it's five rally cars that we know of that have actually mm. it saved where your traditional extinguishers have um, not been effective. Um, not that traditional extinguishers don't work. Nine times out of ten is people not using it correctly. Can we can we dive into that topic? Because I saw this product and was like, okay, this seems to work great, blah, 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 blah. And then was coming to chat to you about it and you were so, you started to explain a little bit about conventional fire extinguishers and all of the asterisks around conventionally, <laughs> conventionally fire extinguishers. Can you explain some of the things about conventional fire extinguishers that probably people, like I didn't know, like how to use them, all that sort of stuff? <laughs> Um, okay, so first of all, because people think, oh, I've gone against my old industry and, and think that I've, you know, the traditional extinguishers don't work. They do work. You've got to have a bit of education, hence why you get fire trained on extinguishers. You know, uh, you don't use certain extinguishers on certain fires because you could be spreading it like um, powder extinguishers. You don't use them on liquid fires, so like chip pans and oils and stuff like that, because the velocity you're, you're spreading that fire as well, so you could be putting yourself in danger. Um, you know, foams, a powder extinguisher, you mostly see people using powder extinguishers incorrectly. I've seen it so many times where they 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 put try and put it, the fire out and go, oh, it's, it's come back. Well, they generally just blast a whole lot of the whole camera yeah. in one go and then it's all like you know on a was it uh one kg powder extinguisher you know the small ones um yeah and the two kgs they have about seven or eight seconds of discharge okay. in one go uh but most people you know just do it in one go where you're supposed to have it's supposed to be puffs um yeah. the foam extinguisher is almost laid on top of a fire so it's a it's a coolant um and, and again you've got to know these things you know um and they have different classes of fire so there was we just done a um a social media uh, thing with some caravan uh, i think it was caravan money money and caravan hub and some mm. travels where we put some educational parts together you know know your fire types and and really getting people to understand look you know if you have the tools, have the knowledge behind it, and this is where the fire stick comes into its own, where it does work on the major fires. It, it's you know it will it will knock down the flame. It interrupt. It works slightly different uh, than traditional extinguishers, and you've got a lot longer. So I think when you, you've done the obviously the test, uh, you yeah. can put the trough fire out, and you've done it yeah, quickly, yeah. but you have plenty of time that you know I could have relit it again, couldn't I? And you could have come back and done it. Um, yeah, I think it, it took like four seconds or something to put out this. It's basically a trough full of petrol. Um, for those that are watching, I'll, I'll put the clip in now.
so quick. I think all of your all of the the sticks they're they're fifty and a hundred seconds aren't they? And I think it was probably out within about eight. And then you've just got you know you can do whatever you like with it after that. Yeah, well the idea is you keep um, you know even if you've got if you put a fire out in twenty seconds you just keep the the vapor on there. It's not causing any damage to the to whatever you're putting on fire or what's ever on fire. It because it's not, there's no mess. So the idea is you just keep the vapors until it runs out. Um, we didn't, obviously, because there was no need. Uh, it was a controlled, controlled fire. You know, it was uh, petrol in a in a trough. Um, but yeah, if you're involved in a proper fire, the idea is just discharge the whole lot. You know, um, there's no chance for it to come back up. Um, but yeah, there, there's there's um, we've had some some great stories. Um, of course, we love we love them stories. We, we the idea is. Obviously, we've had a lot of success in the car industry, but my aim is not just the car industry. It's getting it, mm. is, is getting it back into the people's homes, um, bringing fire awareness um, into it. But there's lots of different industries, from marine to uh, the camping caravan. In it has so many uses. Yeah, because you, I, I can't. Really, there's that story about the guy you were telling me who had one in his car, but had a fire in his kitchen. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so Bacon Butty. Uh, so this was in first lockdown, and um, it was it, uh, this guy phoned up uh, Richard, and uh, if he if he hears, I'm sure he he does actually follow your podcast, so he'll know who he is, Richard. Um, <laughs> he phoned me up. This is in first lockdown, and in, and his first words were "Thank you, thank you," and I was like, oh, "Okay, I'd normally like to do something first, and then, yeah, thank you," but then I heard the emotion in his voice, and I thought I better stop mucking about. Um, and he said, you just saved my kitchen. Your products just saved my kitchen. I go, okay, t- you know, tell me more. What, what's happened? He said he was, he was doing some bacon butties in his grill for him and his wife. And um, for whatever reason, the grill was caught alight. And uh, he said he's got flames coming out the front. There's flames coming out the, the back of the grill. Um, and, he's, and he immediately grabbed his fire blanket. And he's, he's trying to put it, obviously, a fire blanket. Again, this is where training comes into it. A fire blanket only works if you can smother. It, it starves the oxygen off site. So in a grill, it'll never work. It probably, in actual fact, probably made it worse because you're fanning the fire. Okay. Um, he's then realised it's not working. He's, he's remembered he's bought a fire safety stick. I think it was at Goodwood uh, he bought it for his classic car. So he's gone running to the garage, grabbed it, come back. By that time, he said the fire's sort of getting to a point where he wasn't feeling comfortable tackling it, which is, you know, fair enough. You shouldn't be tackling a fire. You know, it's not it's not a magic stick. Um, so, but he felt comfortable. He activated it. His wife was outside phoning the fire brigade, which he should do. He's left it on the on the flat where the grill comes down, pointing into the, into the grill itself. He's got out, shut the door, um, and he said within 10 to 15 seconds, fire's gone. He's placed it perfectly, but even if he had placed it in the room, it would have it would have mm-hmm. helpfully like you know suppressed the fire and uh, brought in them extra kind of minutes. It was just a great testament where it's it's worked even when he's not been there as well. Um, so I, I again I love stories like that, and I don't know if I should be saying this in public because uh, <laughs> you're going to go out to a big audience. But I said I said like fine, give me your address, I'll send you a I'll send you one. He was like no way. I said well you've done exactly what I've set out for the company to do. This is the whole point of the product. Um, so 
I've sent them a, I sent them a new one. People do not go setting fires and thinking you're getting a new fire. Stick. <laughs> it's not safe. Um, this is why we don't make it public. Yet. Load of uh, load of idiots going out setting fires and going, oh, I'm going to do it with my fire stick, put it out, and I'll get a free one. Um, but I remember him saying, "This goes. This is the best best thing I've ever bought from a from a car show. You know, normally it's." You know, if it's like me, I always not random stuff. Yeah, yeah. Random stuff, I always buy tat. Uh, I love I love stuff like that, <laughs> as I said. But yeah, yeah, it's um, it was just a great story, and that's that's the whole purpose of you know me from that kind of background where I've I've been really involved in find you know developing products or getting getting systems to working where you're saving you know potentially saving people's lives to actually being able to have a product and going, right, we need this in people's homes. We need people, do you know that for actually, we need to pe- make people aware, fire aware at home, you know, fire strategies. Mm. I'm so sad, like, but everyone should be that, that, you know, they should, if they're at home, they should be going, right, in event of a fire, what am I going to do? If I'm asleep and I'm, I've been woken up by the fire, uh, the, the smoke detectors, how do I get out if there's a fire at the bottom of the stairs? What's my exit strategy? Um, you know, like at my home, I've, again, we've got, we've got the hooks. You've got plaques on the wall. You know, yeah, well, the, we've got strategies of how are we are going to get out in a vertical fire? Yeah. I've got a fire stick at the top of my stairs in my airing cupboard. It's tucked away. But the family know that, you know, if to aid escape, that, you know, if you need to, that's there. We've got one underneath the kitchen sink. For me, it's always got to be underneath your kitchen sink because everybody has, you open up cupboards underneath your kitchen sink, it's just full of your cleaning stuff and your bits and bobs. And Andrew has set me up with, comes with a bucket <laughs> and just screws in underneath there and it just stays there. 10 years time, that'll still be exactly the same. Um, and it will still be able to work exactly the same as it does today. So you can imagine having that tool. It just for me, it's a game changer because we haven't yeah. we haven't got anything. There's there's other products in the market, and I'm not here to to sort of like you know slate other products. Um, but for something to last ten years without having to have any involvement from someone else, because we're all human. We 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 tick that kind of box of oh I've got a fire extinguisher. But then we forget to service them. We forget the, the shelf life of them. We, it's just, you know, life gets in the right way to have something to out of the way. Yeah, that was one of the reasons. That was one of the reasons why I wanted to to get you on the podcast. Because as much as like, you know, it's fun putting out petrol fires and whatever in a controlled manner, like it is actually quite a serious serious subject. And but it doesn't mean you can't laugh about it. Um, but there was loads of elements of this that I didn't know before talking to you because you're such a fire safety nerd, I think is the, uh, the correct the correct phrase. Um, I'll say that. But the, the, the most people don't know. So, I, like, I've been telling, like, my wife and, like, random friends, like, this is stuff that you probably don't know and have never thought about. But if there is a fire, this is the sort of thing you need to know about. And, like, for example, you know, say most people or a lot of people most people may not, um, might have a fire extinguisher at home. And they might have a type of fire extinguisher. They're not gonna they're unlikely to have multiple different types, but you never know. They might do. And in which case you're like, okay, do you know like you were saying about, you know, foam versus water or whatever, you need to know how to use it. Otherwise you could literally be like spraying well one, if it's a powder one, you could be literally spraying fire around your house. 
and then you're breathing in all the powder stuff which is which is really pretty cool. horrific for you um like all of this stuff but the the thing i didn't know as well so loads of sports cars so my gt3 rs came with a fire extinguisher and it's, it's quite i guess it must be like a two kilo one i don't know something like that like a big watermelon sized um that and then i obviously didn't put it in the car because it took up too much space sensible um <laughs> I think it's a but i wasn't aware that that needed even needed servicing and if you don't service it it literally may not just it just like won't work i was going to say they won't work as they're the manufacturers of they're supposed to and, it, and again powder in a car you know what people don't realize with with again i'm going to get hated for this but you get, you know a car's going to get hot cold hot cold and, and with that powder, you're vibrating that powder. So you're compacting that powder. Um, so one of the things, you know, is, is actually getting, making sure that powder is going to be like fluffed up. So it's ready. If it, if it is on the, the right, um, you know, situation, it is going to come out and it's going to, you know, if you've got eight seconds, you want eight seconds. If you've got, you know, 12 yeah. seconds, you want 12 seconds. Um, don't forget about the damage. Uh, it's very corrosive, you know, um, uh, I, you know, again, it's, it always baffles me. People carrying powder in their cars. Um, yes, it's going to put a, a fire out. You know, if it's used correctly, um, and then uh, then you've got an engine strip because it's you know again it's uh, You've very completely quick. lunched everything. <laughs> I'm going to say, please, whatever happens, do not breathe it in. Uh, if you can, it can be helpful. I was going to say when one of the rally fires that um, so we we always try and interview the the person who was involved so we've got the, the mm. facts rather you know their version rather than other people's version so um i remember speaking to one guy um and he's 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 actually it was him and his son his son was the co-pilot a uh, co-driver and they put the fire out with the fire safety stick they used the power uh, mm. the foams didn't work um used the fire stick put it out and they were so happy and but they were there um you know literally you know there was still smoke coming out, but it was it was out, and you know the fire stick was had done its job, and he was so happy. And then someone ran over, didn't realise that the fire was out, and literally doused, doused him um, <laughs> and his car with a powder extinguisher. And he said to me, he "Goes, oh, you know, that night my adrenaline was high, my heart rate was high, you know, I was I was really ill." I was like, did you breathe? You know, he goes, I had the powder all over me. I was like, well, the heart rate's probably because you breathed in the, the powder, you know, because it does, it raises your heartbeat and, and it made you ill. You know, you know, I've had it many times where I've um, had some uh, toilet issues mm. <laughs> after breathing <laughs> that stuff in. But again, I, we've used it, you know, for years where we've, where we've like shown people, training people how to use extinguishers. Um, you know, again, it's a very good, um, firefighting equipment, you know, it's, it's, it's powder is one of the better ones because it does more categories. The only one it doesn't right. do is the F type categories, which is your your, your fats and oils and stuff okay. like that. So, um, you know, it's it does need to come over health one, and I have been saying that for for many many years. <laughs> yeah, and I, and 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 that bit about because essentially it works. It, it's a powder in a canister under high pressure, so. If, if that powder gets compacted, which is what happens just over time naturally, or as you're saying, if it's being shaken regularly, um, like it will just not work very well. You only get, no, well, it might be eight no, seconds, no. you might get one, um, which I'd not really thought, like 
as someone that doesn't know anything about this, I sort of look at a fire extinguisher and go, that's going to work. Like, even if it's been there for 20 years, I'm like, obviously that's going to work because the fire extinguisher, that's what it does, which is absolutely not the case. How do, how do conventional sort of fire systems built into cars work? Um, again, they're, they're, there's, there's so many of them out there. Um, you've got your typical ones, which, again, the built-in systems are fantastic. You know, um, if your fire's here and your fixed system's here, you know, you've got a good good chance of it actually going out. Um, but unfortunately, you don't know where the fire's going to be. So they, they, they obviously put nozzles in, and you've got so many different types um, where you've got different ranges of uh, cost. The more expensive ones, which are the gas, you know, the, again, the clean agent ones, they're very efficient. Um, again, this is, this pro- you know, I think in rallying, you have to have fixed suppression systems. Yeah. This isn't going to replace anything like that. Um, but the, uh, there, there's lots of different ones. That, again, you've just got to be got to be mindful about which ones you're buying. Uh, my recommendation is, you know, if you can't, if it's for motorsports and and rallying, there's there's certain tick boxes, and people just go for the basic one and right. realise, well, well, I didn't put my fire out. Well, again, this is, this is you know, if your fixed system is here, that's not going to change, and your fire's here, great. But that might not be there. You know, it's a, it's a fire. There's, it could be anywhere. It could be... Yeah, for those that are listening, essentially, if you've got a nozzle spraying and it sprays onto fire, great. But it might not. It might be pointing in the, a different direction. Fire might be in a different place. This is why the more expensive ones, the kind of gas ones, where, you know, it's, it's a clean agent, uh, very similar kind mm. of... Um, I can't remember. I, I don't want to say a brand. Um, that's what yeah. I would say. It's a you know, it's a gas one, that, but they're more expensive. They're you know, hugely more expensive, but effective. You know, again, it's, yeah. it's one of the things you pay for what you get. You know, they do work because they're not. They 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 fill that area, so the fire could mm. be here, and you know, and the fixer person here, and it, it'll still do the job. Um, but again, there's um, it's great. Fix systems are great. Um, I can't, I can't, you know, if you're, if, but you, you're not going to put that in your, you know, sports car or your, your normal car. Um, you know, they are mainly. Yeah. And we've all, I think you sort of, I used to think, okay, fires in cars was like a, an old cars problem, like a classic car problem. Uh, Okay. I've not thought this for a while, but I used to think that and go like, okay, well, if you're, with an old car, some hoses might come off, whatever. This is not going to happen on modern cars. And then I'm sure everyone over the last 10 years is aware of many, many manufacturers. No manufacturer is safe from this. Of They'll launch a car and then inevitably at some point in time they start setting on fire. And you see just owners just standing there on the side of the road as their car just like disappears in front of their eyes. And I think most people, most people I know wouldn't have a fire extinguisher in their car. Um, But when I saw these sticks, one thing, like with the expiration date, like they last a really, really, really long time. Now, I know you're not allowed to say they last more than 10 years, but in terms of structure and whatever, the materials don't break down ever. So it's not like you're compacting powder or whatever. You can just like nod and whatever but essentially you could have one of these things and in 20 years time if you still had it you could try it and it might still work whereas your fire extinguisher is toast yeah, again there is an easy test um to to know if the fire stick's gonna work you know after 10 years 
you know, some country, some of, some of, because obviously it's a global product. Um, the resin, that's what's inside. That's a solid resin. That it's not going to expire. You know, it's it's once you activate that, um, it, that and that's what we give the ten years to. Is the bit that activates mm. this. Um, very similar to a, a match. Um, I shouldn't really be saying this. It's you're almost starting a fire to to put out a fire. You're actually <laughs> choking. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. Well, you've done it, um, so you, you'll see what I mean. But yeah, some some countries around the world do actually say, uh, and I don't agree with this one. They do do they say it's it's not got an expiry date. Um, I, mm. I'm not a believer of that because you've got to have some kind of way of testing. Is it is it still fit for purpose? Um, so I know the manufacturers have tested them past ten years. Um, in the right environments, they will work. Um, no doubt that if it's in a kitchen, you know, underneath the kitchen sink in a, in a, in a good environment, it will last more than 10 years. Um, but there is ways of testing it to see is it actually going to still be okay? Um, which, again, as we go through time, we'll be doing the education of going, right, um, is, it still, is it still okay? Um, but apart from that, the rest of it, plastic handle, aluminium tube, you know, it's the it's yeah, striking. That'll part. be around for a while. Yeah, they're they're going to be around for a while. So and and someone yeah, so once someone said to me, "This will outlast me." I'm like, okay. <laughs> you yeah. something I don't. <laughs> so yeah, <I> was, <laughs> you keep playing with fire. Um, <laughs> no, I guess yeah, because the failure point is just the the bit that lights at the end. That's the only bit that could fail. Um, so failing that, you can literally just lob. You could just lob the whole thing in a fire, and eventually it would go off. Or you could just light it off the fire that you're trying to put out. Possibly not the safest thing, but it, it is possible. It is. Um, well, someone actually, I don't know if I, if I told you this story, but um, in the early days, someone said to me, he goes, well, what happens if, if it's in a fire? I was like, what do you mean? Well, what happens if it's in the fire itself, let's say? <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, we're, we're a question, but okay, relevant. And uh, I said to Andrew, I said, we need, you know, I spoke to the manufacturers, I said, well, it's just going to activate, it's not... Nothing's going to happen. So I said, "Well, look, we we need to test it. You know, we need to. We've we've just got this. We were doing lots of tests. This is in the early days. And mm. uh, in my house, I got an outside pizza oven. Being Italian, got all yeah. got all the gear. Just no idea. Uh, but I've got an outside pizza oven. And I said, um, I said, well, look, why don't we film it and we'll get the fire going in the pizza oven. We'll we'll throw it in and see what happens. And we'll we can time it and." test the temperature where it act, activates so Andrew's there he's got all the cam he's got all the gear set up I phone it in and he looked at me he went you're not worried I said worried about what he goes well what about if it just explodes it's your pizza <laughs> oven I said mate if that cracks my pizza oven and explodes I've got a bigger problem he goes what's that I've got thousands of these in the warehouse I'm going to be <laughs> wheeling them out <laughs> But no, it did. I think I can't remember. Um, it, it was quite hot before it self-activated, um, yeah. and it done it just just like you know the normal. Unfortunately, where I'd phone it in, it was pointing out of the fire, ah, so all yeah. the vapors would go that way, and the fire was here. So that would have been a good video for it actually to put out the fire that was in. <laughs> but um, yeah, it didn't. Yeah, because that is an, an interesting part of this sort of situation. Is you can light it set it down somewhere or throw it or whatever and it will keep going in the direction that it's going and that could put out the fire where so you could let's say it's in your car and there's a one in the back you can point it at it and then if you're like mm, 
fire, cars, explosions, maybe not. Just drop it on the back. It'll do something and then sure. get out of there. Yeah, I was going to say, it'll be unlikely to put the fire out, but it will, it will suppress it. You know, it won't as, as grow as much. But um, one of the tests we've done in Italy was a, was a closed environment. Uh, again, you know, mm. in a car, you've got lots of air coming and, and circulation, so it's not going to keep it uh, contained with the vapour. But yeah. we've done it with a closed um, environment where we lit a fire, put the put the second uh, i think it was 100 second we put in shut the door we made sure there was there was um air going in so there was you know it wasn't being starved of oxygen we wanted to see what happened and um and we were watching through the through the actual bits around the side and put the fire out took it out relit the fire the fire was still there but the, the you know had, had actually yeah. so in, a, in in environments where you know, there's a I don't know, like kitchen or something like that where you can just activate it. You know, it will it will hold it back. Um, in the right environment, it'll it'll put it out. Um, chimney fires. We had someone here from um, who's, who's well into his you know, um, say chimneys. Uh, what are they called? Log burners. Log burners. That's it. I don't know what I've got one as well. <laughs> Do you know where you get you get your your, your chimney sweeper comes and and chimneys and uh, sweeps yeah. so you don't have a, a fire in there. And he was telling me how many fires are in the UK in in chimneys. And he's like, really? He goes, well, yeah. He goes, and the, and the only way again, I don't know this because it's not my area of expertise. But yeah. apparently, the only way to put it out if you've got a fire in your chimney is that they put a hose. Down your, um, down your, you know, your chimney. Oh, from the top. <laughs> and uh, and he was really excited about this product because this this product can now, you know, he reckons we're we're going to do a test on it. We're we're actually working with some manufacturers to do some tests on it where we can then put it in the actual log burner, shut the door, shut the vents, and then see if it puts fire up uh, out in the in the flue. Um, which will be really interesting. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Not that I like to set fires and put them out. You know. <laughs> <laughs> it's better to do it in a controlled environment, isn't it? Or a slightly controlled environment. Yeah. It's kind of fun. Oh, it is. But I was going to say, the thing is, I, I um, my main company, the, the company before, um, I, the, we had a health and safety guy. And um, Chris, you'll know who, who you are. I'm talking about you. And uh, he absolutely went nuts at me once because I I can't remember what I was doing, but I I I was messing about with with this and I was getting all the you know cutting it and and yeah. messing about trying to work out things. And I was, we were in our warehouse in the main company, and that was under the health and safety of this uh, of Chris. And I was like, oh, I wonder what you know what happens with the powder, and you know what, what would I? And I was lighting it, and it poof, and it actually like pretend, it turned into the uh, potassium. I was thinking, what a great idea! I can actually now get this into CNC machines, electrical cupboards, and and actually have it where once it activates, once it falls onto a fire, it will activate. And I, I go right bollocking, even though I own the business. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I used to always get told off by health and safety because he was like, you know, I keep you out of prison. <laughs> so I just moved it to another building and started doing a, my experience. <laughs> You're not stopping me playing, so I'm going to have to move. <laughs> yeah, I move it to a building where you've got no jurisdiction. Uh, yeah. But again, that's my background. I, you know, I'm in, I'm, I started the main company 17, 18 years ago as an engineer. You know, man in a van. Um, I was really good at customer service. I, I was really good at, at 
solving problems and, and I, the company grew from there to, to one of the mm. uh, a national company that was I think it was the only company at the time that had its full line accreditations from security fire to smoke ventilation um, and that was driven through passion you know it was a, it was a well-known business um, that's still going um, I don't I've I've started at fire safety stick here um, 4th of January this year um, to really sort of like bring the passion, um, you know, my passion to it and get my kind of vision of where I want it to. Hence why I've built my um, my, uh, my office where, as you probably can see, where we've, we've, we've had a game of pool. Uh, we did. We, I won. <laughs> you did win. You did win. <laughs> you know what? Actually, um, uh, completely off topic, you actually started something. So, um, oh, dear. Because I, I, I kicked myself. You went, I kicked myself. I went, do you know what? I didn't take any pictures of, you know, you playing pool and oh, winning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I thought, I missed an opportunity. And I, yeah, again, I thought, right, what, what can I do um, to, to make sure I don't miss opportunities and invite you back for game, game two? So we came up with the uh, seven ball challenge. So very similar right. to like Top Gear again. Petrol head, yeah. though. Love all that stuff. <laughs> we got, um, we, well, I'm actually getting a magnetic... Um, sheet metal made up. Yeah. We're going to get all the, the the stickers so we can actually put yeah. those times. And we're doing a seven ball challenge. So it will be six color balls and then a black. We're going to have a clock with a red button. Ooh. Right? You press it, you break, you've got to put all the color balls first and then the black and then you've got to run, press the Press it, and then you're to the time. Yeah. So we're going to invite like distributors, customers in, yeah, 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 yeah. and and almost do it on that kind of back wall. Over and you're going to call it the pool wall. The pool wall, and then we'll have photos of yeah. And and you actually, it was your again. We're gonna we're gonna honour it to you because it was because I missed the opportunity. Because obviously we've only just opened, so we've only just started yeah. and get inviting people over. And it was your, it was me going. Oh, why didn't I take a picture? So there you go. <laughs> So next time well, you come and you you get we'll a picture up there, you go. That was that's because of me. <laughs> <laughs> we, oh, when and, I yeah. arrived in the office, yeah, I've got to blame something else on you as well. Actually, coffee art. Oh right. Uh, I, I, oh yeah, yeah. We spent like twenty minutes talking about coffee, resin, <laughs> resin tables, resin tables, coffee art. Um, I watched a, a YouTube channel on how to do coffee art. Yeah. Um, again, I think there's, there should be some courses on that because I love my coffees. Um, so it's, it's, it's good. It's all good fun. How's the success rate now? Is it better? Mm. No. No. It's, no. It's, this is one of those topics yeah. that I was saying it's a bit like, um, so I used to do a lot of skiing back in the day and you'd watch a video on like, I don't know, some freestyle stuff, how to do a trick. And it would basically be like, go over, jump, do trick, land. And you're like, hmm. That's not how I quite work it out. And I feel like it's the same with coffee art. You watch a video and someone will be like, here's made the milk. They're like, froth the milk, blah, blah, blah. Even that in itself, we know there's like a hundred stages of what should be right. And then they pour it and they're like, just pour it in. And it comes out with this insane thing. And you're like, okay, well, I haven't really learned very much there. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. <laughs> the problem is I've drunk so much coffee messing about yeah. trying to do the art and, the problem. and and like trying to get the grinds right and oh, it's just it is someone actually did say to me it's, it's, it will turn into a hobby and i was like no mm. like coffee <laughs> uh, and now i'm getting really i might i need to find someone who actually does classes on coffee art because i'll just go yeah. and go like, teach me how to do it or yeah. i might go and get um, a job at costa coffee or something you might see yeah yeah because you probably get training like day one like how to do it all and you're like okay cool i'll, I'll come work one saturday and then uh, i'm yeah. leaving i'm leaving now what do you mean you're leaving i need yeah. to find out how to do the coffee as i'm going yeah. <laughs> that, that, that is the move that is an absolute move because i'm sure you i'm sure they've got it nailed how to, um, how to teach sure someone i don't know someone <laughs> out there has it's not me so so car wise you're you're a bit of a petrol head yes have you, um, what are you driving? My daily is a Model 3 performance. It's, now, see, that's interesting. To a lot of people, that might be controversial. To me, that's actually not that controversial. Um, what do you like about it? Do you like it? Again, I've had so many cars. I love cars. I change cars all the time. Um, you know, can't even list how many cars I've had. Um, but I get bored really quick. Um, mm. I'm trying to find a reason to get rid of the Model 3. But every time I'm in it, I just, it, I just think it's a weapon. It's way too fast, like for 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 the actual brakes that it's got on it, and and so on. I I'm, I am actually starting to think, well, if I'm going to keep it, I probably need to upgrade the brakes. And it is the performance. It's, <laughs> it's got decent brakes, but um, it's a license killer. It really is, you know, yeah. um, because it's so silent. You know, no one's thinking you're kind of, you know, if you drive down the road. And you've got a nice car and the exhaust is going. Everybody knows you're either breaking the speed limit, which you shouldn't be. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> or you've got a loud car. Yeah, one or the other. a loud car. So you're drawing attention with the, the, with the Model 3, with the electric car. It's just like, you know, you could whiz through places and no one knows. You're just not being dramatic. <laughs> and, and you're like thinking, yeah, I, I, I do love it. Um, it's not a petrol head's car, but it's a driving man's car, you know, um, I love the fact of country lanes again, you know, I, I, I love driving, driving it rather than looking at it. I don't think it's the pretty mm. car. I tried to get for the best combination in, in my opinion, but again, then it ticked the boxes. It was uh, red with the white interior, which is very controversial, especially that I, I wear jeans all the time. <laughs> <laughs> wet wipes. Baby wipes. Yeah. <laughs> have a packet of wet wipes and right next to you um, yeah. but i love it i really do love it um and in terms of usage of that car so your what's the theoretical range of of the performance um 310 i believe it and what charge it to a trip so 310 miles but yeah and what uh, do you get 
I'd nowhere near that. I always work it on the base of um, 70, 75% of what it's telling me. But okay. it could be me driving like I'm an idiot. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, if, I'm sure I'm sure you'll get closer to that if you drive it like a, a normal, normal person. So, And do you generally do round trip to home or do you charge when you're out and about? Uh, no, no. Um, my, my Every time I've been driving, it seems to be going to rugby services where they've got... Okay. <laughs> I don't know what... I've, I, I know it like the back of my hand now because if I'm travelling up to Birmingham or Manchester or something like that, yeah. um, that's my kind of uh, one it always tells me. I'll go here, why not? Um, the Tesla as well. It just has that infrastructure, in my opinion. Again, mm. all in my opinion, it just seems to have the infrastructure. I know the infrastructure of the other cars are growing because at rugby they've got just as many normal chargers normal, as, yeah. as Teslas, which is which is quite good. Um, but again, I probably could it, with the kind of travelling I do, mainly from home to the office, which is like twenty minutes. Yeah. You know, I probably could get away with it, um, but. Yeah, I I um I do like the where did I go Margate uh, for for all places. I mean, I was going to say we stopped at Blue Water, um, yeah. charged there, done a couple of days in Margate, family weekend, came back, charged again at Blue Water, came home. Yeah. No range anxiety here. <laughs> <laughs> That's good because I I I have an E two hundred eight and I generally do round trip to home. I don't really charge on the road. And the thing I've noticed, the problem with, let's say, non-Teslas, and I believe Teslas are very good at doing this, is um, you don't really know if there's someone at the charging point. You don't really, unless you, you do a lot of research, essentially, around where you, what company you're going to go visit, all that sort of stuff. Whereas, like, Tesla, it seems like you can put it into the car I want to go there and it will find a charging point and it knows if people are there or not, doesn't it? That's really clever. It does. It tells me like 12 stalls available, uh, available out of 15. Yeah. It's like, happy days. I've never been to a Tesla charger unit outside of my home that has, I've had to wait. But okay. I've That's actually good. seen other people waiting for chargers and, and a friend of mine's got an electric car and, uh, and he never had the problem and i think it was this weekend um, just gone he said he had to wait nearly 30 to 40 minutes before he could get into oh. the charger on top of the amount of time he was yeah again you know for me i probably could get away with it because i do a lot of you know around yeah. home i charge at home mainly uh, but if you're someone out and about i think the infrastructure I, again i don't know how true this is could be please do not take this literally because it's my, <laughs> i'm no nowhere uh, official for this but i heard that um, a story this is years ago when tesla so um elon musk were, went to the the big manufacturers about building this infrastructure you know yeah. um and he wanted to get them on board and get everyone to build this together and they they told him yeah. who are you go away so he had to do it on his own to, to get this infrastructure up and running. Otherwise, his brand would fail. Yeah. Um, and again, he had to, you know, he, I think he's, he's done it the right way. He built the infrastructure. If I put in my car Rome, Italy, okay? Yeah. And I want to travel from here to Rome. It will tell me all the, it will do my plan. It will tell me where I've got to stop, how long I've got to stop for to get to the next one. Yeah. You know what? If, if I was doing smart. that, 
journey in in a petrol car the amount of research you would have to do where am i going to stop and and tie in it's almost done it for me not that i've got any intentions of driving to rome not that crazy (laughs) but you but you could like it it's it's definitely possible and it does happen with it's not happened to me but it's happened happened to my wife where she i think she went to bristol and back and needed to charge on the way back didn't do as much planning as i would because I realized that this is a very serious issue when it goes wrong and arrived at a charging point and had to wait like 40 minutes. And then it wasn't even, a, it wasn't like a crazy fast charger either. So I think she was there for like an hour and a half or an hour and 45 minutes or something like that. And you're like, oh God, that's awful. <laughs> well, I, I was going to say all uh, minimal experience, but every time I've ch- supercharged, it's always buzzing me saying you need to go and move your car otherwise you're going to get cause yeah. charged more for just staying put at a test yeah, yeah, yeah. larger than actually charging so I'm always rushing back and then moving my car to a space and then going back because I'm finished having you know, yeah. me lunch there or something and with kids and that you know it, it always takes lots more time than the charger does but um, again I've, I've, I've loved it I've absolutely loved it um, I don't think they're the best looking cars I'm not going to lie no um, and the bit i don't like is the i think the exterior i could live with like i'm okay it, it could definitely look better the interior and some of the interior stuff i i, I really struggle with um but I, t- I think at the moment at the moment if i needed to do long journeys and i was gonna get an electric car i'd have to have a tesla because it's it's the range no one else has the range at the moment and and the charging, but the charging is the most important bit. Um, but soon, in theory, these charging points are going to be open to other people, which yeah, I'm quite that. looking forward to. Yeah, I've heard that. You're probably like, no, no. <laughs> now I'm not going <laughs> to get charged. That was the whole point. Um, no, I've, I have heard that, which is, again, it, it makes sense. But um, you know, from a Tesla owner's point of view, don't like it. Yeah. Um, do you know you were saying about the inside? I know yeah. exactly. It, it, that was the bit that put me off. It was mm. like, it was too plain. I like my buttons. I like my gadgets. I like, you know, actually having the cockpit. Because you spend most of the time in the cockpit. So you want it yeah. nice. Um, and I, I I can tell you now, I like it. I actually fell in love with it. It's it, You oh. get used to that one screen. Everything's there. Um, yeah. You don't you don't miss the fact of like because I've had heads up displays. We were talking mm. about that. Um, it's it's just really simple, and the fact of I, I didn't know if I was going to get used to you know with the stalk reverse, yeah, uh, park and and drive on the on the steering wheel reminds me, of, but it's very American. Very American, yeah. But it's just so easy. It really <laughs> is. I drive uh, here at Firestick. We've got a, a manual van, and we're jumping in and out of that. You know and remembering like you know the the oh god the amount of times my window wipers have gone on when i'm trying to pull off because i'm like thinking i've still <laughs> i just moved the stalk yeah yeah yeah. Go, <laughs> actually go over um and and again my other car I'm, I'm a big bike man as well and um i'm lucky enough to have a, a kind of sports car but again i'm always i have to what sports car oh um don't hate me for this it's a Lamborghini Performante. I'm not going to hate you for that. No. Uh, My only thing about the Performante, they sound great. They look great. Yeah. They're pretty fun. 
is the seats. I find the seats unbelievably I've uncomfortable. For the comfort seats. Ah, yeah. and they're, they're better than the, oh, the buckets. I, I remember sitting, I had um, some really good advice uh, from um, Carell at uh, Lamborghini Hatfield. And he, he, he was really good. He said, sat me in a bucket seats. And they look amazing. They do look amazing. But they look as cool, I sat yeah. in there, I was like, oh, this, this hurts. I can't drive this. <laughs> He's like, oh, you can put cushions. But um, I was like, that's it. Yeah, I went for comfort. You've got to put cushions in them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> On the bracket ones, yeah, they, they are. It's a, it's a well-known thing. I'm not saying that anything that people yeah. don't know. They, they look great. Great for track. It's... But, yeah, not for normal day driving. I don't think they're that great for track. No. I, I think it's one of those decisions but because they're uncomfortable so if you want to be in the car even if you went to a track day and you're in the car all day you're going to be massively uncomfortable whereas other bucket seats from other manufacturers are comfy or more comfy anyway um yeah it's a weird one it's a weird one but so you you like the performance i love it i absolutely love it um it was it was a it doesn't get used as much as it should do um, I need to find excuses to use it more um, mm. with with all the stuff that's going on. But I've also got motorbikes. Uh, well, I'm actually just down to one now, which which is quite thankful for my wife. What's your motorbike of choice? Um, I've got it. <laughs> it's the Ducati. <laughs> um, it was, it's the Ducati um, Dioval Black and Steel. So it's literally the new okay. edition that's come out. It's like a big ass, badass monster thing. Yeah, right? it's it's basically a monster on steroids. Um, which, yeah. which I had the monster, um, the twenty twenty one new monster. So I I, I got that and mm. I got it, and it matched. It was like the the grey matte grey one to match the perf. Um, yeah. Just because I wanted it, I was I was getting back into bikes after twenty years. Um, so I I've my oldest son is twenty. And uh, I remember when when he was announced, I handed my bike keys and went, <laughs> stopped smoking and stopped riding bikes because one of them was going to kill me. Um, yeah, I was a bit of an idiot. Didn't stop playing with fire. I wasn't playing with fire as much. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was, uh, and I've only just got back into it. But, uh, yeah, my lifestyle's changed. Obviously, I'm I'm not as stressed. I'm not in the corporate kind of life. Um, you know, so my my mentality's changed. So I wasn't going to be rushing around, and mm. I ride a bike like a car, kind of drive a car, kind of no, well, actually not the Tesla, but a normal car. So I'm not overtaking yeah. people. I'm not going down the middle line and getting to traffic lights. I'm the idiot sitting behind you, like as a you know, literally just going with the traffic and just enjoying yeah. enjoying riding a bike, not you know like for speed it's going too but, crazy and whatnot yeah. but that, that bike, bike looks like a beast it is have you have you got a, it's black and black yeah, and yellow, which is yellow and gray and matte black on one side which i don't get but okay it uh, my little daughter calls it the bumblebee um mm. that has got a launch button on it okay and i remember <laughs> the guy said to me he goes right this button is a button you don't press i said what is that and what is it he goes it's a launch button yeah, he goes. It's fast enough without it, so don't press it. Because you got you got three, three times you can do launches on it, and then it's a new clutch. And I was like, well, okay. you know <laughs> not that. I was thinking this is fast enough as it is. I don't. I don't need yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, it's, it's the back wheel is so big. It, it, it puts a lot of grip on the on the back, yeah. and it just goes. 
Um, but yeah, but uh, again, I'm, I'm riding it sensibly because uh, mm. I know too many people have got injured over the years um, and unfortunately yeah. lost their lives. So um, I'm, I want the joy of it, but I don't want to be, you know, I'm, I'm driving it sensibly. You, you want to come back home? I want to come back home, yeah. I definitely do. Just yeah. enjoy it. But I'm trying to put some miles on it to actually get it to its first to run-in period so I can okay, get yeah. over 6,000 revs. Um, yeah. But I'm struggling putting the miles on, especially with where um, I'm a, I'm a Can you put it on like a rolling road for a bit? <laughs> can you put it on a rolling road for a bit? <laughs> Just get someone else to ride it. I mean, go yeah, run yeah, yeah, yeah. 600 so I can actually uh, can bring it over 6,000 revs. Yeah, but I bet if you get someone else to ride it, it will go over 6,000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't care. They're like, no, I kept it at three all the time. Yeah, sure. <laughs> my, my stall keeps on going down, so that's why I keep on disappearing. I'm going down like that. <laughs> What's going on? The, <laughs> Sergio just keeps, yeah, like slowly letting like, his lips. Right. Well, I normally wrap these up with five questions. So, do you have a most memorable driving trip or journey? Uh, yes. Oh, um, it's got to be, undoubtedly. We've done a um, road trip from Luton to Edinburgh. Uh, mm-hmm. We all had to buy a car for under £500. Okay. Uh, we done it for MS Charity, and there was there was three of us. It was it was almost like a trial before we we sort of put it out there to to everyone. Yeah. Um, we had loads of different um, different uh, tasks along the way, and and the most memorable part was we all had to dress up. So I was I think I was a giraffe or a chicken. I think it was a chicken. <laughs> but there was peaches from Super Mario. There was Andrew yeah. was dressed as Super Mario. Then we had two teddy nice. bears and. Whitney Bay, there's a causeway. So we had to, one of the tasks, we had to get and take a photo in the lighthouse, but you had to get yeah. back before the causeway, before it, 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 um, it, like the water was coming off. And yeah, flooded I away. just remember, you know, the pictures some people must have taken because there was a giraffe, <laughs> a chicken, two teddy bears, and, and, and Super Mario and Peaches running Amazing. across the corway, splashing in this water, trying to run to the car park. And then remember <laughs> someone saying, there's someone running off with a with a inflatable crocodile out of one of them cars, because that was one of them. <laughs> it was just absolutely crazy. And we, we are, we want to do it again. I bought a, an MX-5 from a lady. Right. Uh, and it was it was four hundred pound, and she said that you know it, it keeps on overheating. Um, so I thought I'll buy it and I'll I'll fix it before we go up. Yeah, and um, never went wrong. They're absolutely fantastic. An MX five. I've never um, I've never had an MX five. This was my first yeah. one, you know, and and it ended up being a Jasper Conrad. Um, I only found that out because I lifted the lid and it was. What's a Jasper Conrad? It's a special edition, apparently. But it was one. It was like oh. two hundred forty-nine of five hundred, yeah, or something like that. And I was like, and they were like looking at me, going, "How jammy are you? You bought <laughs> a car that there's nothing wrong with, and it's a special edition. But the idea is we were going to do all the tasks, get to Edinburgh, then yeah. you add up your points and whoever wins. But you sell the car there and then whatever you make out of the money is your travel back okay but all of right, us yeah. loved our car so much we didn't sell them we we bought them back because we wanted to do it do it yeah. again and um that's definitely got to go down as the most memorable um that we're going to do that again we're going to we're going to get a fire safety stick one 
and yep. we're going to do it for charity. We're going to get lots of distributors to do it as well, and then whatever we make out of that, we're going to, you know, we'll we'll, we'll watch this space. Watch this. Are you going to drive a bunch of cars that are likely to set on fire? Well, if they do, we'll put them out. <laughs> but you're not going to pick chronically unreliable cars. <laughs> Can I mention the one that I said to you? That I wanted to buy for the company. You can absolutely mention that. No, because I, I, I wanted to make. I, wanted to I think you got told you can't, though. Yeah, I got told <laughs> by, by two me. people. The accountant went, mm, Are you sure you can do that? And by someone saying that they're going to sue you if you wrap this sports so, car in, in fire so safety. So I'll outline, outline this and then we can move on. So, Sergio, <laughs> well, we, I think we just met. And I'm trying to work out like how serious this guy is. Like, what's the vibe? And he's like, okay, one of the guys, one of the ideas I've got for fire safety stick is he's going to take this well-known supercar brand um, that has set on fire occasionally, and I'm going to brand it fire safety stick and drive it around. And I was like, you absolutely need to do that. But apparently, the marketing team are like, mm, we might piss some people off. But um, you can draw your own conclusions on that one. If you can only drive one car for the rest of your life and you're allowed a car that costs £500 on the side, what would it be? £500 has got to be the MX-5. Okay. It's no oh. brainer. I absolutely love that. Um, mm. Oh, wow. It's, uh, it's gonna be, I'm going to be really boring and say it's got to be the Tesla. As long as there's Ooh. charging. It, it, Fair enough. It ticks the boxes of speed. Yeah again i'm going to say reliability um i haven't had a problem for now for now but it should be reliable do you know what i'm i'm gonna give some credit here on with tesla anytime i've had a problem like you know i think it was my rear lights popped up i went on yeah. the app booked it in they came to the house changed it over and disappeared they did it at the house at the house if it literally I like that and that this is the difference where if if that was another manufacturer, and I've had, listen, I've had lots of cars and, you know, brand new ones or second hand where they've been under warranty, whatever it is, you have to go back to the main dealer. Yeah. You, you've got to take time out of your day. They give you, they, they're going to give you a new car. Yeah. But Tesla just came to the house, just done it, and went. I think actually there was someone else, my camera, my uh, camera on the side went. Yeah. Well, it, I don't know if it went, it was just literally, it was black. Yeah, not working. But booked it up on the thing, they came, done it. And and I was I was good to go, but yeah, that I I really rate that, and I, that's something like say what you want about Tesla for various reasons and whatever, but the shaking up of the conventional way that things have done, and like I really like when I drove a I drove a Model Three Performance for like twenty minutes or something just around town, and straight away I was like, oh hang on a minute, this is like. This is like living in the 21st century when you look at the tech and whatnot and you're like, the cameras, because you get in a car and the cameras are like 430p or whatever. Something just, you know, something prehistoric. And I know there's probably various reasons why and blah, blah, reliability and whatever. But I was very impressed with that on the Tesla. And then things like you just said, like coming and ch- picking, like coming to your house and repairing your car or fixing a bit if it needs fixing. Mommy. Taking a car to a dealership is such a faff. Yeah. Like it, it takes so long, and then you've got no car often to come back. That is true. Again, you know, I've done it many times. And, you know, 
um, sometimes I have to say to him, listen, you best be giving me a nice car to, to like yeah. a courtesy car because <laughs> I'm putting myself out here and it shouldn't have gone wrong. But again, it is, it, I think we get so used to that. That's the way it's always been. Yeah. Have then something different. And, and, and actually that, that camera one, I remember it was, I think it was like early in the morning where, and I said to my wife, listen, I need to take your car because I need to go. Mm. And the guy turned up and, and I gave him the little card and put it on the side. This yeah. was through COVID, so you can come close and that. And, um, and I, I shouted out, I'm going to take your car because I need to go. Went to the door. The guy put the card back. He goes, it's all done. Uh, I'm going. <laughs> I was like, I shouted back to my wife. Don't worry. I'll take my car. She goes, you can't be done That's with it. That's good. But it, I'm, I'm guessing it's just unplug, plug a new one in. It was, yeah. and it was well, it weren't hard, but they didn't make a drama of it. it was, you know, yeah. gone. I rate that. I rate that customer service. That's pretty good. Right. What is the most undervalued car at the moment? What should be worth more? I was actually going to say a, a Cosworth, but they've gone shooting up in value. They have stupid amount of money because um, there was a point where they were there was there was my old Cosworth. Um, I remember when I sold it. I wish I hadn't. And then they've just gone up and up, and you know, mm. again, I don't know. That's a, it was a, that's a really hard one. Probably not <laughs> the, the right man to ask that answer that the, one. The five hundred pound MX five. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Jasper Conrad. <laughs> I'll be selling it soon. Yeah. <laughs> It'll go up. <laughs> um, okay, next question. Most interesting car to you at the moment? What are you googling? What are you looking up? Oh, what are you looking forward to? Uh, do you know what I am the car do you know I keep on saying that I, I want to if I was going to get out of the Tesla um, mm-hmm. you know given the car like you no, know, I have been I've been looking at the new Bentley um, the, the, the the GT is the, I keep on looking at it but then I I remember again this is really going to be controversial um, I always remember saying to people that you've either got to have a stupid amount of money to own a Bentley or you got to be really like stupid, <laughs> an absolute fortune to service and maintain. And I'm probably yeah. completely wrong, but um, but I keep on looking at it. And I, do you know what I like about the Bentley? The buttons, that the tech, yeah. all really nice, and it and it's it's really kind of makes you feel special when you're in it. It really um, does. Where if you you know even like the Rolls Royce and stuff like that, they're, they're kind of their tech's a bit. You know. Yeah, it's not quite the same, is it? Like they get, they've got the the luxury element, but the new but the new Bentleys and they've all kind of got a similar interior. Um, they're just so nice yeah. inside, nice chrome buttons, and it's that and blend of like the right buttons and like you say, you've got the spinning display and whatnot and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, but okay. I, I, cool. I am. I was looking at them, and I, I just have to keep on reminding myself that. My two cents on, on that car is that I would have a V8. Oh, would you? Personally. So I'd go um, <laughs> Well, I think the, my reasons for V8 are it's a bit cheaper, but that's not the main reason. Uh, I think it sounds better. It's a bit lighter. Yeah. Um, and it, so it's basically as fast, like-ish, but it sounds better and it's lighter. I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't heard them both. Um, okay. Uh, well, so. if at some point you're looking at them 
And you're going to, even even if you're just going into a dealer and being like, I'm thinking of buying one, I want to do a test drive, even if you're not, um, make sure you drive a V8 as well. Yeah, I will do. Uh, my wife wants me to get the um, DBS uh, Oh, Aston Martin. So that's her kind of, the car that, you know. How do, how do you sit on uh, Aston Martin versus Ferrari in terms of 812 versus DBS? I think the 812 has kind of gone up in price again now. But. Yeah. <sighs> I, I would go Ferrari because, yeah. again, it's, it's you know, I, I'm, I think I would only really go with the Aston just to please my wife because, mm. <laughs> um, but then. Okay, I think if she sat in the Ferrari. Hey. I think if I think if she went in the Ferrari. Yeah, like, maybe, yeah, probably. Right. The noise, the noise is just complete different ball game in the in the uh in the ferrari see i, anyway. I haven't had a ferrari uh, it's it's one of the uh, boxes i need to tick it's got to be ticked at some point mm. before they it's um it's definitely it's definitely got to be done it's just knowing the right one yeah you know, where you're not um where you're going to be able to enjoy it and and not lose um, not lose loads of money yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 it's all that that crazy calculation of what car when yeah. um, well, that, the one i'm really interested in at the moment is a 355 challenge okay um so it's, it's still you can still drive it on the road but it's the one that was you know built to be a race car yeah yeah um because um, i quite like the 355 sounds really good and the challenge just sounds like it's a, it's a bit more niche. Yeah, yeah. In terms of like, you know, you're going down the rabbit hole of like niche and niche and niche. Yeah. Um, uh, right. Final question. Five car garage, unlimited value. Do you know, I've been thinking about this. <laughs> and I'm going to, again, I, uh, it's almost, um, you've got to have a classic in there. You know, you've, yep. got, you've okay. got to have, you've got to have, um, um, I said it before, the Cosworth. Um, yeah. In my garage, if I if I had, if I kind of visioned my garage, and um, it's got to be, I'm going to put the perf in there because I really like the perf. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to okay. put that in there because it, it to me that ticks all the boxes. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's drivable, it's fun, it's out there, outrageously looking as well. Yeah. Um, can I put the Tesla in? You, you can. I mean, you can. Would you? You wouldn't get a Model S. No. No, Model 3. I'll tell you why. The Model S, again, ugh, this, I could be speaking, this is just my opinion. Please don't shoot me for this one. Well, that's that's all this is. I test drove the Model S, and I just it was just a bit too big, as in uh, not okay. as nimble yep. as the 3. And as yep. a daily driver, to get in every day, and you just, you're just literally using it as a daily driver, the, the, the compact of the Model 3 is mm. it was up, more up my street. So I wouldn't go for this. Fair I have looked at the the. Is it the play? Was it? How, was played? It? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, like I'm a thousand admit, horsepower. I've I've looked at that and I'm thinking, should I should I do it? What do you reckon? I, do it? <laughs> <laughs> I I think if you do do it, don't do it with the yoke. You know how you <laughs> can get that stupid joystick steering wheel. I don't think you can choose. Can you? I think it comes. Oh, you can more. have either. You can have a normal wheel. Can you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'd want absolutely. Maybe I would go for the oak just to be different. Oh, but that in practicality is going to be horrific. Yeah, I know. But at least you'll know. It's got it's got the same degree steering wheel as a normal car, so it's like eight hundred degrees. So to do a three point turn, you're going to have to turn that like what is it two and a half times? 
and like there's nothing to hold on to. It's <laughs> one like, of them things the the the, um, the lorry the guys. Lorry yes, you just like doing that. Just do that. That's the move. And that's then, what needs to go on a yoke. Go that, in fact, that could go on a lot of steering wheels. You can see why they use it. Yeah. Oh, I was, do you know what? It's just, it just. If I was gonna, I'm trying to find something to maybe move from the the Model Three. Maybe that's it. I mm. don't know when they're coming to this country, but I know they're out in America, and I'm watching some of the yeah, YouTube's. Some crazy. They're mental. They are. Mental. As far as I'm. Have heard they are crazy fast. Mm. I tell you what, yeah. in my um, Tesla garage, in my in what I have put a deposit down for, whenever mm. it's going to happen, is the Cybertruck. So, <laughs> I, 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 again, I've put my money down. As in, that is not happening. <laughs> listen, I've got to hope. Do you know? Uh, and someone said, <laughs> "Yeah, well, maybe." That's ugly, and I and I actually said, "Well, that's a hundred percent a fire safety stick." Uh, advertising. Yeah, you get that. You completely wrap that, and you drive that around the streets. People are going to be one looking at going, "Wow, that's really ugly." <laughs> oh, hold on, what's that branding on it? Um, yeah. So again, it's, that's that is actually you know on on Tesla you can yeah. when you when you order them that's actually there with my deposit on it. Um, okay, it's nice. Pound, it's like you know. Um, I don't know if you get it back if they don't ever do it, but that's got. <laughs> you probably don't. Huh? <laughs> You probably don't. They'll be like, you can put it towards this next project that might never come out. <laughs> I got, I got a wish. I'm hoping it does. It does. That looks mental. Absolutely, it, it could do. It could do. I think it. it'd probably be too big for the UK. I reckon it's a big, big ass truck. But it would be a good billboard. Oh yeah, for for branding. Absolutely. Okay, so you've got Cosworth, Model Three, Performante. Uh, what else? Got to have a, a. I'm going to go with the Ben. I'm going to go with the Bentley then. That's my Bentley Continental like, luxury kind of uh, car. nice. And then you've got one more slot. Motorbike. Motorbike. Okay. Yeah. There you go. So I'm halfway there and... actually. All I need to do is get the Bentley <laughs> and yeah. Cosworth. I'm there. Dream Gary. And then you're sorted. Uh, that's, that's a happy place. That's 17 they... years of hard graft. Yeah. Coming to fruition then. <laughs> okay, I made it. I've got my dream garage. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> my dream garage changes all the time. So, uh, as that I said, is, that's I what happens. But I, this is what I was saying about the Tesla. It's so hard to actually choose something else that's mm. going to be that practical. You know, I, I, I love the fact I don't have to go petrol stations. Brilliant. Yeah, you know, at the moment, right now, there's a petrol shortage. I know. Well, is it a petrol shortage or the truck drivers to drive the truck? I think it's probably the truck drivers. Yeah. Um, My mum texted me and was like, fill up your car. And I replied, like, I've got an electric. (laughs) (laughs) I'm cool. I'm fine. (laughs) I'm fine. Yeah. No, I'm not getting that truck driver shortage, but I don't know. It's It's not my my area is it so i i, I hear yeah. this news i don't know if it's hype half the time you don't know if it's hype or i think it's real is it i think it is real yeah, yeah. I, I saw in the newspapers someone someone saying that how much truck drivers get paid you know i you know, ridiculous amount of money. i think they're getting offered a lot more but yeah. there's a lot of people that just don't want to do it and a lot of the drivers that we used to have have been told they need to not not live in this country anymore Oh, I get it. Now I'm, that's what I was going to say. It's how stupid I am. I actually was thinking, where have they all the truck drivers? How comes we haven't had the shortage all of a sudden? So, okay, I got you. 
and and then also I think there's an element of uh, crossing borders is a lot harder than before. There's a lot of like hoops and whatnot you've got to jump through. Like I was chatting to some people about moving cars. Like if you if you want to take a car to an event now in Europe, it's tricky, really a pain in the ass. Like it's fine until someone puts like. I heard one where someone had a... They took like eight sets of tyres or something, um, changed one out, whatever. One got destroyed or something and they left it and then they came back and they look at the log of what you've taken out with you and they've gone, but you said you had eight wheels and tyres. You've only got seven. Where's the other one? Have you sold it? Like, what's going on? And then they try and charge you for the tax. Right. But that can be a spanner. Someone could have just put a spanner in your truck and they're like, you did not log this spanner. I'm like, oh my God. Okay. I was so, yeah. say I'm, big I'm, big I'm can hoping, of worms. I'm hoping at some point, um, you know, I, I will have the time to actually do some. It's one of my ambitions, one of my dreams to actually start doing some, some, you know, tours and, you know, car mm. valleys and, you know, what was that? Um, the, the Gumball Valley and uh, what's that yeah. one? Yeah. Um, that's uh, everyone keeps on going on about. I can't remember which one it is, but I want to do that. I want to have the time to be able There's to. There's lots that. of good ones. Yeah. Yeah. But cool. Cool. Love. Well, thanks very much for coming on the podcast. No worries. Thank you very much for inviting me. My chair's gone down again, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just can't get out. I, I need to be changing this chair. I've like, <laughs> got it down. I'm, I'm, I don't think I've put any more weight on. Maybe I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, that coffee. Cool. Well, I will. Uh, I will see you again at some point for a game of pool and uh, on the, and get on the wall. Definitely. And uh, I'll see how the the coffee art has progressed. I'll I'll put in some practice as well. See, uh, see if I can improve. <laughs> we can have a coffee art off. We can okay. have a coffee art off. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Okay. Thanks very much. Cheers. Thank you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Boland Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Boland Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.